Oh, cool. Good. good. All right. Alrighty. Yeah, all good. Nice. Sorted. Well, um, so this is uh, Curious Gentleman, episode three. Um, we're joined today by uh, Kevin Horsham. Um, we'll get into what he's done because he's a colourful character, so he's done all sorts of things. <laughs> um, but just to get started, our first meeting we were just talking about this a minute ago with Kevin was uh, we're walking through city centre and we saw a man in the doorway of a bank um, wearing his sporting <laughs> leather trousers. Um, and um, he handed us a business card and we saw the beard and loved him straight away. So, um, yeah, here he is. He's on to talk to us. We've got the, uh, what is it, the beard oil, get that on there. And a gentleman, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, nice. get that in the shot as well, there you go. Oh yeah, a bit of product placement, <laughs> yeah, can't beat it. why not. So where did all those gentlemen start then? Ah, uh, right, lawless men started. Mm. Um, Sorry. That's alright, though I, um, they're tough really actually. Um, always wanted to grow a beard as a kid, um, from, from a young age. Right. Never could, I've got pictures of <laughs> Noel Edmonds was my hero. When I was a kid, that's bad. So I sh should I admit that? I'm, I, Go yeah, for it. That's out really. now. Noel Edmonds, because he had a beard and moustache. I, I thought that looks really cool. And back in the 19, late 1970s, early 80s, I decided I'm going to grow a beard. No, hell, hope in hell. Not, no, no chance of it at all. Uh, didn't have the right genes for it. It was never going to grow. Um, so I just wrote that off. But I did take to sort of putting on false beards and sticking hair to my face and doing all sorts of shit. <laughs> as you do. As you do, yeah, yeah as a really weird, beard lovely, lovely kid who's got no envy. mates. <laughs> envy, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I... Uh, <laughs> so I started, anyway, that was that. Um, all my life been very clean shaven, used to have a flat top um, and, and never even thought about it. I started acting uh, and then a couple of roles, you know, other roles started to come up and uh, always wanted to get in Game of Thrones and thought myself about it, getting Vikings. So I decided to grow a beard. So I grew a tash um, and uh, <coughs> was referred to as a paedophile. I looked at Lucy, <laughs> my daughter said, Dad, you look like a paedophile, shave it off. But I ignored them, so I ended up with a big tash, decided to grow my hair. And with the organisation that I used to work for being a little bit more liberal, I grew my hair and wore a ponytail, so I was I was identified quite quickly as a bit of a bit of an oddball. Um, <laughs> and then decided to start growing a beard, and you know, and, and it looked bloody awful. I looked like a tramp to start off with. Um, yeah, and well, then that's it's the stage it, it, you know, that's the thing with beards, <laughs> is that people don't um, they get to a certain stage and there's a few patches and they go, oh, I can't grow a beard and they shave it off. Yeah, you just gotta, you've got to work that. through it and you've just got to look ridiculous for a certain amount of time and it slowly starts to thicken up and it gets there. Um, and you know you end up with beards like yourselves and, and, and myself. But um, yeah, so I, uh, I decided to grow a beard and then that's when the, um, the sort of bug hit me and I thought, I want to keep this beard, I, I do like it. My wife hates it, hates my long hair, hates my beard. So I thought I've got to think of an excuse to keep this beard. <laughs> So it started so off as <laughs> well. The film roles were the film roles were were, were the main thing, okay. um, and then I started looking into beard products, and and I couldn't find anything that I liked. I tried all sorts of things, tash waxes and uh, and beard products. Couldn't think of anything I liked. I thought, well, I could do with anything else. If I can't buy it somewhere and somebody's not making it, I'll do it myself, and that's what I do with a lot of things. So I decided on uh, starting the company up. So, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it seems to be working, seems to be working. It's a private label company, um, so I get a company to make it for me, mm. but I had lots of formulas sent to me, different scents, different things, and one company sent me this particular um, formula, opened it up, that's it, bang, straight away. I said, no problem at all, um, start making it. So uh, 
I had a, a batch of 500 made. Boxes are made in China, labels are made in China. They shipped them to the UK and um, they're labeled up and that's where I, that's where I started. Good time. So that's the beard all you've got in front of you now. So what, what, what's, what's different about this then? So what, what makes it um, unique to... It's, it's got my picture on it. Oh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly the same as any other. No, it's, um, it's, <laughs> it's a lime and cedar wood oil. Okay. Um, and it's got uh, argan oil in it and sweet almond oil. So they're the nice. two carriers. Yeah. So the sweet almond oil is quite a thin oil. The argan oil, well, for centuries, has been known for, um, um, for its moisturizing sort of uh, properties, uh, cleansing properties. The same with the, the lime oil. Is an astringent so the point of that is that you put it onto your skin and it kills bacteria on your skin okay. so when you get the you experience the itching um, when you when you start growing your beard that's the hair coming through and it's you know the skin's irritated mm. the lime oil and the cedar oil, wood oil act as an astringent and a calming um, okay. calming thing so when you put it on and i'll tell you in a minute when you put your beard oil on a lot of people you'll see them on these on these um these i don't know videos and you'll get uh, i watched one the other day with some some american guy lovely guy but Here's, a, here's my beard oil uh, and a uh, few bearded fellows out there. And he, I thought, oh, Jesus Christ, boring as hell. And he got this pipette and he started dripping it onto his face, mincing around. And then he was slowly mouthing, get fuck's sake, get on with it. Yeah. So with mine, you put, I'd put for probably the beard, you've got yourself there, down, uh, the length, eight squirts, rub it into your hands, rub it right into the chin, pull the hair apart, rub it into the skin so it gets on the skin. Once it's on the skin, then start brushing it through the beard, right. and, and that's it. That's it. Don't mince around with it. And if, yeah. if your beard's going to fall out and his hair going to fall out, it's meant to. So you know, just get it in there. But um, yeah, it's um, my life. Get complaining about beard hairs in the yeah, back. Yeah, oh, I had my plug <laughs> hole blocked up the other day. I took out like a dead rat. Uh, pulled this bloody thing out and <laughs> came out. That's all beard hair. Um, but yeah, it was, um, and that's it. Is it is a? It's, it's got a lovely smell. Um, and the first thing that people say when they when they open it up is, and they put it in their hand, is God, lovely smell. The lime hits you, it's fresh, um, and then the cedar wood hits you. It's a it's a brilliant moisturiser. What I like about it is um, I've used other beard oils and waxes before, mm. and um, you don't get residue. So mm. when I when I use it, I rub it in my hands and all through my beard. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, I go to find a towel and yep. then go wipe my hands off. But this seems to just kind of yeah, it does. It, a lot of it goes into the beard, and and it's a thin oil, so as you say, it's not. I used, I experimented with wheat germ oil and a lot of thicker oils as a carrier mm. before, and exactly the same thing. Put it on there, and you're You've thinking, all of your hands. it's yeah. just a mess. <laughs> yeah. you know, like the one actually, I've got at the moment. I was yeah. like, we won't say any brand names, but that's the problem I've got at the yeah. moment. I'm yeah. with a towel like that. Yeah. Fuck me. Yeah. So, oh, it's a pain in the ass. Well, it really what, is. Mate, I know this brand. It's called Lawless Man. They do a beer yeah. oil. Oh, they I do. Yeah. 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 ハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハ
Game of Thrones. Yes. What was that like? That was uh, that was something else. That was a, a real sort of um, bolt from the blue. Um, I think something that a lot of actors, probably every actor, would aspire to. Some people say, oh, I don't know. Of Thrones. I would kill for you. I'm not an yeah, actor, but I would yeah. kill for you on Game of Just in yeah. the background, just, just in the hole in the background. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. That's it. That's that's the response you get from a lot of people. They'll say, they'll say, you know, Game of Thrones. Oh Christ, how did you go? You lucky bastard. And it was luck. It was down to luck. Um, I was out in Spain. We'd gone on a holiday. Uh, out in Spain, get a, uh, a message from my agent. Um, contacts me. Hi Kev, Rich. Um, can you be in on in London on Tuesday? I said, uh, what, this coming Tuesday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, what's it for? He said, Game of Thrones. I said, you're fucking joking. He went, no, no, no. He says, Game of Thrones, uh, West Rossi, Sea Captain, blah, 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 blah. So I said, um, I'm in Spain at the moment, mate. I don't come back to Wednesday. I said, stand by. We were just going jet skiing. And um, so we went to this little bar. iPad came out and Sky Scanner. I was trying to find tickets and I could not get anything. I mean, the cheapest I could find to fly back a day early was 600 quid. Then I would have to get <coughs> from uh, from home up to London. I mean, you're probably looking at, I don't know, eight, nine hundred quid just to go there. And then you're not guaranteed you're going to get it anyway. Right. So um, with a heavy heart, I, I contacted Rich. I said, Rich, I can't get back, mate. I'm, I'm not going to be able to do it. I said, the one chance I've got and I'm not going to be able to get back. So I, neckily, I, I said to him, look, would they accept a self-tape? Thinking they would say, Fuck off! This is Game of Thrones. This is Nina Gold, yeah. you know, asking me to go to London <clears throat> to to audition. And I thought they'd say no. So anyway, uh, he said, "Bear with me." Phoned me back. And it was two minutes later. Yes, they'll accept the self tape. So, right, 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 you know, okay. So I went to go through all this um, security procedure for them to send me the script. I had to have um, non-disclosure agreements. And yeah, oh, right this, all this sort of stuff, non-disclosure agreements. Um, I had to, they had to send me, I had to have two secure email addresses, so I had to create an email address. <laughs> and they went through all these checks and they sent me through the script. And um, it was pretty much as you would see on the, uh, on the scene that I was in. However, they, they, the character I was meant to be playing, or was, I was supposed to be playing opposite, was Bron. Um, you know, who's, who's now with uh, Jamie Lannister. Right. This guy's not a fan. <laughs> I didn't say I'm not a fan. I've never, I've never watched yeah, Game of Thrones. All right, you've got to catch up with it. But you know who I'm talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah. So I, I assumed this role was for this, you know, this character to play opposite Bronze. So um, I thought, right, I know what I'm going to do. Got my daughter's iPad and uh, went to a market and I bought a leather waistcoat, um, camel leather waistcoat. I was tanned anyway and. Uh, oiled my hair back, went down to the beach, and we went to, it must have been four or five different beaches, and every time we go down there, there's families, there's all sorts of stuff, and I thought, Westerosi Sea Captain, gotta be by the Mediterranean, gotta be this by the sea, sea in the background, and no jet skis, no holiday makers. You'd think that would be quite easy. What a bloody nightmare. <laughs> so we, we went down to one beach, it was the most remote beach, we climbed all over these rocks, got down there, set the iPad up, got the angles right, island in the background, sea, something top job and the family of Spanish people came down threw the towels down sat right next to us I was like, oh, for fuck's sake I was like can you fuck off uh, do, do you know what I was <laughs> at the point I was going to snap I was I was absolutely fuming so well, you respect parents <laughs> <laughs> that's right yeah I know this is your country it's probably you've become this beach for ages but I'm trying to do an audition for Game of Thrones fuck off so <laughs> so anyway they sat down so I was like come on back up. my wife my best mate and his wife were marching along behind me Right to the next one, so I drove like an idiot and I went to get found another place, went down. Anyway, we eventually got there. We went through everything and we did, I did a northern version and a southern version. 
southern accent, northern accent, and uh, we did about, I don't know, half a dozen, maybe eight takes of each one. Thought, fantastic. Drove back to this bar, the three of them went off, they said, well, he's going to go and get a few bits and pieces. I thought, I know what they are, go and sit and I'll review the footage, so. <laughs> Where the fuck's the footage? So I used Movie Maker on the iPad, which doesn't record everything. It just records the last thing and then deletes the one you've done before. So I, I was, <laughs> so I was absolutely fuming. Phone my, phone my daughter. I did like, Q, Q again. Honestly, oh no, I was just, I thought, I'm going to have a coronary in a minute. I'm going to smash something. So <laughs> a best mate and the wife came back. What's the matter? Fucking iPad. So I, that's right, back to the fucking beach. Oh, shit, and everybody's hot and sweaty. Drove back to the beach, we found the place, set up again, and we used it on video then. So I did it on video, and I did two versions of each. I said, our songs to it, I'm not doing it anymore. If that's not good enough, I don't care. Game of Thrones or no Game of Thrones. It's been too long. That's, that's it, that's it, <laughs> fuck it. So, <laughs> so we went back, and um, anyway, sent it away, and uh, then we flew back the next day. When I, as soon as I landed at Bristol, straight on the phone, looking to see if I've got any messages. I can phone, fuck it. You know, and they'd done the auditions on the Tuesday, so on the Wednesday we'd, we'd flown back, and, uh, and I thought, oh, fuck me. This, wait, that's too long, I haven't got the role. That's it, you know, no worries. Thursday, I get a phone call from Rich. He says, uh, hi, Kev, you okay? I said, yeah, yeah, fine, mate. He said, um, will it be even better when I tell you you've got Game of Thrones? They loved it. They, uh, they, we uploaded it, they downloaded it within two minutes, and within a further two minutes, they'd phoned and said, let's book him. So wow, he said, you did a top job. Four so minutes I thought, around time. Fuck him, absolutely. Donkin, so I thought that was brilliant. You fly out on Saturday, so um, amazing. I, it was just. Where just, did you go to film it? Is it was it in Girona. No, Girona, <clears throat> the old oh. city of Girona in Spain. Where is it they film? Oh, Croatia. Is where they they do Croatia. They do Malta. Yeah, um, Croatia. That's right. Yeah, they went to Malta and unfortunately got kicked out of Malta because apparently, I think they desecrated some uh, ancient site. Yeah, it was like it's, some unintentional. Yeah, like, yeah. Accident, but. Yeah. So they. Um, but yeah, Girona. Um, beautiful city, they, so they flew me out there. Um, I was out there, I flew on the Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. I flew back on the Wednesday, I think it was. But um, I've never been treated so well and so, been so well looked after. Um, fantastic production company to work with. Every person to a man was just so helpful and welcoming and, and, and nice, you know. Imagine that's what a company like HBO can, oh, can just, deal with. The, yeah, the I mean, top quality yeah, TV shows. Yeah, it was. Uh, they, I mean, they pick you up at the pick you up at the airport. There's a big packed out Mercedes. This lovely girl picks me up. <clears throat> got a photograph and Kevin Horsham. So that must be me. Um, I sitting like in, that beard. <laughs> sitting in the car and she hands me an envelope. There's some. There's an envelope for euros and spending money. Oh, I do. Um, take me to a to this lovely five star um, hotel, and I get out. And of course, they'd taken the whole over the whole of the old city, and Girona went absolutely mad for Game of Thrones. So there, uh, you know, blonded, white European guy with a big beard. What's he going to be doing in, in Girona, getting out of a big car? I think. So I start to walk away from the car, and a girl and a and two blokes, Spaniards, came sprinting towards me. I thought, what the fuck? what's going on here? Senor, Senor, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones. I went, yeah. They went, and they want autographs and girls giving me kisses and then she wanted a bloody and um, they wanted selfies. I said, hang on, I'm done for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might be crap. You haven't seen anything, but they didn't care. And they had this wonderful book, which was um, the most ornate, beautiful, bloody thing of the history of the Game of Thrones yeah. and everything in it. And uh, it gave me a pen, big fat biro or big fat 
felt it. He said, Senor. I said, you want, what, you want me to write in your book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, um, I said where? He went, anywhere. I said, I, I can't ruin the pages of such a beautiful book. No, no, that's okay. So, all right, so I did my bloody signature, did, a, did an autograph, um, and I had to put a name underneath it, and then he wanted more photographs. And everywhere I went, it was just like trying to come out and have a bit of peace and quiet. I just couldn't do it. You know, just going out with beer, somebody, somebody such thought. a huge cult following. Oh, massive, massive. Um, the most watched TV, it's broken the most watched TV show record like four times now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it was, it was tremendous. And, and then, of course, I got to the hotel. Then they said, um, would you like to come down to the set? So I went down there, Maisie Williams and, um, oh, I'll remember her name in a minute. The other girl who, was, who plays the waif. Uh, plays opposite her and yeah. she's called Faye she's called Faye both absolutely fantastic actors so I go down there and if you remember the scene where they're doing the, like, the parkour through the city yeah, the chase scene yeah. I watched all that being filmed that's the thing on the bridge yep yeah, yeah I watched the whole thing we could thing. talk about it I mean there's well, tonight, tomorrow is the final episode of the season. It we is, can, isn't it? We could talk about it. Yeah. Dan's never going to get around to it. We could, <laughs> we could ruin it for him. Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> okay. Save yeah. me watching all the, the, the whole thing. I can yeah. just know what happens. Yeah. 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 Just tell you who gets yeah. stabbed, who gets yeah. stabbed. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was amazing, though. I, I sat there and um, I'm a, I, I like to be sort of hands on and help out. So I, I'm stood there. Um, sun's beating down and the Irish, all the crew are Irish and they're all moving the stuff around. and shifting boxes, taking stuff down, putting big things. I was just, to, to see them work was amazing. Anyway, they had to break the set down to go just down the street. And it was um, where she gets chased. She's been stabbed, runs down a set of steps, this very, very narrow alleyway. Okay, so that's she goes where into the room. Exactly. Uh, so, so they say, so he knows his stuff. What yeah. knows his stuff? I've watched too much. <laughs> watched so, was. so they broke everything down to go down and do that scene. And I, and I was standing there and, I, and uh, I put the rucksack on my back and I went over to these boxes. I went to pick this box up and Simon, the second AD, went, Give, what the fuck are you doing? I said, well, we're all going down there. He said, yeah. I said, well, I'll just give him out and carry some boxes down. He went, no. He said, you're the fucking talent. You don't do shit like that. <laughs> he said, you're, you're an actor. I went, yeah, I know, but I'm standing around, stood around all day like a dick. With all these big Irish navvies, you know, trying to bloody, you know, moving all stuff around. And there I am sat there like a poser, you know, <laughs> getting coffee and everything brought me. I said, I'll just give him out. He went, no, no, don't worry that way. I wouldn't get used to that. Like, <laughs> people waiting on me hand and foot. Was, like, do you know what? I stood, I, stood, I stood there and I'd been stood for about an hour watching this thing. So I just, I, I looked around, just left and right to see if there was a box I could stick my ass on. And I, and I looked around and Simon goes, everything right, Kevin? Like, yeah, yeah, I was just, just seeing if there was a box I can stick my ass on. He went, uh, someone get Kevin a chair? And he's like, it's, it's in, not embarrassing, it is a bit embarrassing, yeah. yeah. He said, someone get Kevin a chair? I said, no, 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 I'll just sit on this. No, 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 get a chair. Fold, you know, fold up chair comes, do you want a coffee? And, the, and on set, they had the caterers, they were coming around with these trays. You kind of want to be like, no, I'm all right, I don't want to put you out, but then like, they're doing it for everyone else, be like, ah, oh, fuck it, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. So I said, you know, and, well, and of course you feel you're imposing, you go, yeah, oh, yeah, all right, I'll have a coffee. Uh, and then he came around and he had these, this girl came around with these fruit kebabs, it was pineapple and um, watermelon and all that sort of stuff, absolutely top class catering. So that came around, so I thought, oh, that'd be nice, a bit refreshing, so I had that. Then he came around with these sandwiches, then there's all sorts of volivants and hors d'oeuvres and things. And it wasn't just, it wasn't Iceland crap, you know. It, it was top-notch catering. It was absolutely superb. And then they, they said, um, we're going to break for lunch. What would you like for lunch? I don't know. Um, I'll just go and queue up. No, 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 no. He said, we'll bring the lunch to the green room for you. You don't have to queue up. That's for the, you know, the crew and shit. 
Yeah, for those lonely people there. That's for the people who help make this happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's and, and so I said, all right. So I went up to the green room and Faye's up there with Maisie, and um, and I said, and they said, would you? Uh, what about steak? I said, yeah, I'll have a steak. Um, what would you like? With it? I don't know, mashed potato. Anything you wanted was was you know they could do. So I had uh, this. this I would have put that to the test, and I'd be like, right. So what do I want with it? I want Fingers grilled potatoes, but I don't want them grilled. But I want them grilled. <laughs> yeah, I want scallops. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> you've watched you watch, um, you watch enough Hannibal, just pick like any menu item. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hear the names that he says about the meals, you're like, yeah, that. that no, they, something, something to do with liver. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but they were great, and and and, and they, they brought me this thing up, and I. I don't know what I was expecting, but the steak was like melting your mouth, like cutting butter. Um, and I just thought, this is, this is ludicrous. Anyway, I, uh, I then finished for the day and they said, right, you're going to have to travel back with Maisie and Faye back to the, um, the thing. And, and it was something I was completely unprepared for. The paparazzi, the, the photographers, the lens, the, and the nutcases who want to touch you or... It was me, it wasn't me, I didn't know who I was, but I had to go in the same car. So they... I jumped into the front of this uh, this car, driver's beside me, and as we were trying to go out through the through the cordon, there's people trying to touch Maisie and they're trying, reaching into the car and I'm, I push people out, people grabbing all the air, I think, what the fuck's going on Weird. here? Weird. Yeah. And then and they were trying to block because something had happened. It was it was actually the um, uh, Maisie had been stabbed, so her outfit or on a costume. Big red patch on yeah. the front, don't have any sort of like spoilers. So they were trying to cover her up. So she's got an anorak on. We're trying to hold scripts up on the window, trying to sort of keep them from looking in and, and, mm. and taking photographs. Yeah. Um, and then they drove off up the road, and it was just, I was completely unprepared for it. Really, really strange. Um, but yeah, so that was, that, was the, uh, that was the first day. And then it was down to the, uh, the dressing rooms and get uh, up to costume and then up to makeup. Um, and it was just absolutely unbelievable, absolutely unbelievable. What's it like for you to go to somewhere like that in a, in a big, just that big stage? How do you react to that? Do you, do you feel, do you feel off camera a bit? <coughs> or is it, is yeah, it, it, yeah. Well, the script came through and it was the same, and when they said, we'll send you the script. So I did the, I had the audition script. When, and then when the script came through, they said, you're flying out on Saturday. So mm. I got back on the Thursday, Friday, sat and I was thinking, oh, I've got two days to learn a script. When it came through, it was exactly the same, but it was just changed for Arya. So the, the name had been changed, so instead of the character being Bron, it was Arya. So it was exactly the same script that I'd done. Yeah, so it was fantastic. So I knew it, everything, absolutely perfect. The beats, you know, how was it, I was going to accentuate the accent, I was going to do this, I was going to do that. And it was all spot on. Um, but nerves, yeah, yeah. And, but I think when, when I do get nervous, I tend to to perform better. There's got to be some nerves there. It's your job, doesn't it, when you're nervous? Pressure. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was um, <clears throat> the morning I woke up, I, I got up at, I think it was about half past four, got up, came, you know, get myself out, I'm going to have a shower, right, get script down, went through script down, over and over and over and over, and over again. I mean, it was um, <clears throat> Anthony Hopkins, uh, he said he reads the script 250 <coughs> times. 250 I saw, I saw times. Yeah. Hopkins yeah. After he did Westworld, yeah. there was something. Yeah. He's, he's, I mean, he's one of my idols, one of my all time greats. Maybe the best actor in the world. Yeah. Also Welsh. Yeah. 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 You, know, you, you had to get that. I'll show Henry. you, you're Newport. You had to get that. Yeah, so you're, yeah, you're sort of a Bristolian, so. I do. Legitimate Bristolian challenge. But yeah, he reads the script, so I read the script, and Car came to pick me up. And it got down to set, got down to costume, 
and they said, right, we're going to be filming this afternoon. So I was waiting around all day, all day in the sun. And I was watching all the stuff in the marketplace with the running across and the jump downs. And the way that they, <clears throat> the speed with which they break a set down and go to the next, it's bang, 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 bang. bang. Oh, it's just so quick. <laughs> um, and eventually I, uh, my, big, my big moment came and these huge cameras, so they set everything. And they said, okay, Kevin, can you come and sit down now? So I sat down at this table young Spanish guy who was one of the extras. Um, he had a nice old beard and long hair. Um, Albert, he was called. Really, really nice. He's an elephant trainer uh, in a Spanish <laughs> zoo. Really nice guy, got yapping to him. <clears throat> Set these big cameras up. And of course, they, and they, so they go, uh, Accione! So the Spanish guy there is the, um, the, the extras wrangler. He yeah. gets all the, all the Spanish extras to, to go. So Accione, and, and action, and action Maisie, and... Action Kevin, so Action Maisie comes, she comes down, <clears throat> she does her line, and she kept cocking it up. Um, she would talk over me, um, so I had a line and I was waiting to beat and trying to sort of slow things down. My character in this role was meant to be completely dismissive of yeah. her, you know? Like, that, yeah, I've seen, I've seen seen yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, you know, I'm not even looking at her, I just I haven't got, you know, got yeah. the time. You're a young girl, just go away. Um, so of course I was I was trying to get this out and we did we did oh God knows how many takes but three hours it took to, to film that and it was that was with resets and things but Maisie would come down and then she and she'd go through and then she'd get her, her lines wrong oh fuck it and she swears like you'd never believe her and her and, and Faye if you say that I tell you what yeah I know yeah that is, that's what I I could not believe it I was like I was quite taken aback. But it was good, and um, yeah. So every every time we, you know, broke for a broke for a, 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 a between scenes, Maisie Maisie getting rollies up, her and her and Faye roll the skin up, and then be saying, yeah, yeah, fucking cutting this and effing and seeing. I thought, Jesus Christ, I'm like, the bits they didn't want you to see. <laughs> exactly, yeah. but but lovely. But they were lovely, but actually lovely to work with. Um, yeah, she's, so we. She's a really good actor, though. Like, she's great. She is I great. I can't even imagine working on. She's been doing that since she's twelve. She's eight, nineteen now, I think. And so this is yeah, her seventh season. Seventh season, eighth yeah. season. Um, yeah, she's uh, she's spot on. Yeah, uh, but there was it was great, and then she had to do the you know where she throws the bag of silver, and it had to land. Right so there it's right in the front, and then it would spill out, and and some of the coins were plastic, so you know so they were the one didn't want the camera to see them too much. So and then she'd throw it and it would fly off the end of the table. And I, and, but she was great. I said, Maisie, you fucked it up again. Can we, can we get it right? And she'd go, oh, fucking hell, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. But she was really, you know, sort of gracious. Um, so we had a bit of a banter, a bit, a bit of a laugh. Um, but yeah, three hours, three hours. And then it was, and it was all over. And I just thought, do you know what? This Let's is do that again. Then. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I was hoping and praying that the, the storyline would go down the line of, you know, she gets stabbed. And then I go and find her and take her to my ship, and then oh, yeah. cool. sail across and all the rest of it. But it cut straight to her going to uh, Greyjoy. It was Greyjoy. She, she, she went. Yeah. I can't remember who she went to after she got stabbed. I can't remember. She, she went to the Greyjoy household, didn't she? And she put the two sons in the pie and cut his cut his throat. Yeah, but like there was something before that, surely. No, no, that was oh, the first. Just, oh, okay. <clears throat> she it, she yeah. turns up in Westeros. That was an epic. Fight. Yeah, turns up in season. Westeros, and uh, and there she is behind. No, it's not Greyjoy, was it? It was um, Frey. Frey. Walter Frey. Yeah. She goes to the the, the Frey Frey household. Brutal. That was one of the red. Fuck me. Yeah, yeah. The red the red wedding was just the revenge of the red wedding. Oh yeah, and the revenge of the red wedding. Yeah. But it was just like. Literally, first episode, she's wadded more people than anyone has uh, in a fair while. 
just like poisoned all the wine in the entire room and just the entire <coughs> family like extended family yep. people who serve the family all the phrase time. and she just stood there like yeah I did that I'm a fucking badass it's cool isn't it absolutely <laughs> so so cool but yeah it was and you're um, up to date with it as well yeah yeah up to date with it yeah and it's it's just nail biting stuff nail biting but yeah you got any uh, theories on <coughs> how it's gonna go no, I um, I don't I don't tend to try and theorise and, and work out and try and sort of uh, second guess what they're going to do. The two That's writers the thing I now do most on social media is <coughs> yeah. uh, looking at all the theories. Do you ever go on the th- was it called a um, uh, Watchers on the Wall? They've got a, there's a there's a YouTube uh, or Facebook Facebook thing Watchers on the Wall uh, because the first the first I heard of it was the the day after I was waiting around because I. Uh, you know the scene with um, where they're doing the play, and they have the travellers, yeah. the travelling um, players. They come and do yeah. that sort of that uh, play with uh, the death of. Yeah, the guy in that, the guy who played Ned Stark in that play. Yeah, he was in one of the recent episodes when um, Tyrion and uh, what's name? Davos, mm-hmm. um, when they're on the beach, and then two guards come over. Yeah. One of those guards is the guy who played Ned Stark in that play. Yeah, it's really weird. I know there's a couple. <laughs> there's a couple of they've used. They've doubled up, and you you know you sort of recognise faces. But they were. Um, what's the name of the guy? Um, the actor uh, who played the main, the troop leader. Um, oh, I can't remember his bloody name is now. Nope, can't remember his name. Right, we'll keep the camera on you while I MDB it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's a British actor, very well spoken. He's oh. Um, oh. I'll remember it anyway. But anyway, it was um, it was uh, yeah. He was he was filming there. They were filming this on on the set next to us. Uh, I got back to the hotel and someone said, "Look on watches on the wall." And I'd been sat at the back with my shades on, um, filling my face with the one of the, with, a, with one of the ads. And someone from I'd seen a guy with a, a lens that must have been about eight foot long. It's bloody ridiculous. And I thought, what the hell is that? And he was obviously taking pictures of us. Um, and they said, uh, "This is." Uh, Kevin Horsham, we've identified him as Kevin Horsham, a Welsh actor. I thought, hey, so insulted. <laughs> Whoa, careful. <laughs> careful. <laughs> Welsh actor. And actually, when you look on, you go on to, uh, on to, on to the bleeding. You say that, I told, you? I told, I told My idol, Nathan. Anthony Hopkins. Call me a Welsh actor. I can't think where I saw it now, but I told Nathan that you were Welsh. Because I saw it somewhere. Yeah, it was on, it was on there. Because yeah. someone said to me, I didn't know you were Welsh, Kevin. I said, I'm not. I'm not a bleeding druid. Yeah, What's yeah. going on? For Christ's sake! <laughs> <laughs> My father-in-law's Welsh. He comes from Pontedawi, so we we got this family. Yeah, he um, we it's it's an in, it's an in joke, and we uh, we do run the Welsh down a fair bit, but unjustly. They're a fine a fine breed of people. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was called oh, Richard E. Grant. That's the that's the name of the, the, the British oh, actor. Oh, of course, yeah. Because it was in the it was in I the hotel. We went I went down for breakfast, and I was getting some coffee. And he came in, and he's only small, and he's really quiet. And um, I don't hear a worship or anything else. I just, you know, we all, we're, we're just human beings, we're just people. And he came in, uh, and so I just thought I'd have a bit of fun with him. Morning, Richard. And he, and he looked at me. Oh, um, good, good morning. I said, um, he said, are you, uh, are you? I said, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm on the set next to you. I said, uh, he went, all oh, right, where, 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 how far is it? Is it in a long way away? I said, no, no, it's only in the city. And so I started telling him about where his set was. and. <clears throat> 
and uh, the car, what time the car will pick him up and all this sort of stuff. And, uh, and I said, anyway, Richard, I've got to go. I've got some lines to learn and uh, I've got to finish my breakfast. So I'll, uh, I'll see you down there, all right? And I walked away and I was just chuckling to myself. I thought, it's like, that was Richard E. Grant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, that really guy cool. is, yeah. he's like, he's been in loads of stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I just, I just thought to myself, we're all human. And I just think, I can't do them. If, if, if Brad Pitt was in a car park, you know, I'll go, as Brad Pitt in a car park, I just don't. Don't get I'd this. Be out there See, I don't get yeah. it. I don't get that at all. Like, if I was working with him, it'd probably be different. Like, if, <laughs> yeah. I, if I was on a set, like working yeah. with someone, I probably wouldn't be like. <gasps> no, but if the fact is, it's like your breakfast was more important than Richard E. Grant. <laughs> but, like, sorry, coffee was going cold. My well, Richard going to E. Grant is not going to solve hunger. <laughs> like, <laughs> God damn you! But yeah, he was, <laughs> a really, he was a really nice guy. He was a really nice guy. Very small. And then, and then I went and watched the filming because I was. They had some big curtains that led into that courtyard where they were doing the filming, and um, I sat at the back and I thought, oh, he was in Dead Set. I remember that in that Channel Four zombie thing. He was in Dead Set. They did the the spoof of um, Big Brother, Big Brother House. Did you ever see that no. zombie thing? Really good if you get a chance to see it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he, he was in that. There was, there was another couple of actors, and I got into the lift with the girl who played the, the main lead, the, 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 the beautiful um, dark-haired lady who played the, the main lead in the, in the thing. I can't remember what it's called, or what, what she was called. But I got into the lift with her in the morning, the next morning, and it was all very hammy, wasn't it? The acting in that play that they were performing yeah, was yeah. very over the top. And uh, I said, morning. She went, uh, morning. I said, um, lovely work yesterday. She went, oh, really? I went, yeah, so it was good. She went, she was, oh my God, it was just painful. She said, it took ages to do so-and-so. She said, and it's just so overacted. I said, yeah, but it was meant to be, wasn't it? And we had this little conversation. Went, oh, she was really good looking. <laughs> good looking, well kept. Calm yourself down a bit. Yeah, sorry, I'm going to take a drink, yeah. Yeah, that's it, yeah. <laughs> cushion. Scatter cushion, that. No, but it was the whole experience, as they say, the Game of Thrones experience was um, second to none. Uh, I like, I like my career. Um, I'd love to, I'd love to think we'd do something on the same sort of calibre in the future.